This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to Bring on the Weird. You're Elijah. That's me. You're Will. That's me. All right. Back again for another episode that's all about nothing and everything all at once. Yeah. (laughs) I think my mind works better that way. It just kind of cruises through everything, sort of piling on all this research crap. Yeah, you do a bunch of research, a bunch of research, you get burned out. Yeah. And then... On a subject. Yeah, on on one subject. Like Like we were talking earlier, it's easier to like bounce around i think we were talking about it i don't know texting sometime earlier this week yeah if we could just we we get into some meaty subjects sometimes and there's one that we want to do and we'll get to it eventually but not yet yeah we were getting a little (laughs) run down from it you have one you want to talk about and i think we're gonna save it for the main event it was mentioned in a previous Episode. Was it mentioned in Paperclip? It was, right at the end. Alright. Yeah, yeah, right at the end there. So now everybody's going to pause this one and go back to the Paperclip and be like, oh. And I don't know if this is common. I don't, I mean, I don't know if it's well known or just if it's speculative or somebody's fanfic. (laughs) I mean, it seems, it's a little weird, a little fishy. I think I saw it on Twitter and I had to look it up. That app, Podcoin. Gone. Gone. Yeah, everybody was like, Podcoin, Podcoin, Podcoin. Here's my referral link. Click on this. Go here. I I was interested, but I never listened to anything through Podcoin. Pay you to listen? Yeah. It's crazy, but... I think I looked it up, and it was every 10 minutes of listening, you get one Podcoin. And then it's like like you go to the arcade, and you get tickets, and then you can trade those tickets in for, uh, you know... A little piece of shit top that doesn't spin. A bouncy ball. A bouncy ball. I'm going to get a bouncy ball for 300 tickets. Yeah. But I think it it works like that. like Or it worked like that. (laughs) Where, you know, you listen for 10 minutes, you get one pod coin. And then you can use those pod coins. Like a subscription service. You can, like, get things with them. Like, I think I saw something that said you could get, like, headphones and... What? Really? Yeah, after I saw... After I saw they were shutting down, then I went and checked them out. Nice. I read the article, and I was like, man, I wish I would have known about this. This seems pretty cool. A year ago. I, I mean, I work 12 hours a day. And when I'm at work, podcasts are just going on my phone. <laughs> you know how many podcoins I'd have? All of them. Yeah. I'd have a podcoin Ferrari sent out in front of my house. <laughs> Remember the Pepsi points? Remember when they did the Pepsi points? And, and on the commercial, they did that the Harrier jet. I think it was a Harrier or some sort of like a fighter jet mm-hmm. and it was like 60 million Pepsi points <laughs> and somebody collected that many points and told Pepsi that they wanted it. And Pepsi's like, dude, that was a joke. What? 
no, we're not really going to give you a fighter jet. What what makes you think that? What was on the commercial? No, dude. And he's like, uh, Pepsi, that's false advertisement. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess if it wasn't in a fine print that this is not an actual prize. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that happened. I don't really remember the Pepsi points. Was there really? a code under the cap or something? It was like, you know how box stops are? Yeah. They're just kind of on boxes. Mm-hmm. That's how the Pepsi points were. So, like, you get, if you get a 12 pack, then you get 10 Pepsi points. It's just a little coupon on the outside of the box. Oh, okay. And then if you get a two later, it's like two points on the, on the wrapper. And then what? You mail them in? Yeah, you, you collect them all up and then you mail them in and tell them what prize you want. Hmm. I think, I think they got, they had pretty decent prizes if you drank enough Pepsi. I mean, I guess you didn't have to drink it. You just collect the points and then have this, giant moat of pepsi yeah but i mean those kind of gimmicky things kill me there's like <laughs> because how many pepsis do you have to buy to get a a fighter jet or <laughs> you know whatever exactly whatever so, prize you could have just bought that prize probably for how much you spent on these pepsis yes exactly so what like 50 points maybe for a cube of pepsi so 30 pepsis and one cube 50 points and what are you paying for that cube 10 bucks maybe not i I don't really know either i don't remember but still that's a lot of dollars to spend on points when you could just walk up to the government and be like dude we're not going to sell you a fighter jet get over it (laughs) (laughs) well pepsi said (laughs) that mountain dew has one out or they did have something it they have like state bottles now have you seen those State bottles? No. Yeah. Are they glass? No, they're still plastic. But if you send in, what is it, all 50 of them, they'll send you 100 bucks. Now, how much is a 20-ounce soda? About 2 bucks, right? Yep. Well, so, yeah. So instead of buying them, why don't you just keep that $100? Stop Stop using your brain. They don't want you to use your brain. Cut it out. <laughs> it just kills me. I, I mean, I guess if you're <laughs> buying Mountain Dew anyway, you stop at the store, you're, you, you're going to get it regardless. Maybe then I could see it. Yeah, I guess. So it's a 20-ounce, you said? 16-ounce, 20-ounce? Yeah, they're 20-ounce sodas, and then they have – there's a different label for each state. Just the label? I don't know if you're supposed to send in the label, if you're supposed to send in the whole bottle, because then you got to think shipping costs. you got to do all this. By then, you've probably spent more than $100. I guess, like – if family family members want to give you their labels, they're like, I don't care about this crap here. Or grandma's going to yeah. give you a couple of labels. Yeah. It just seems so silly to me. Yeah. You spend $100 just to have them. You probably spend over $100, honestly, because of the price of the soda. Then, like I said, the shipping. They mail you. They give you 100 bucks. Make it 1000 and I'm in. How about just get a job? But <laughs> 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 That's true. You could. But it's a free, what, free hundred bucks? Is it? You're still working for it. Well, you, right. I mean, I just contradicted <laughs> myself, didn't I? Yeah, it wouldn't be worth the effort to <laughs> spend all that time and energy to work, get those points, collect all those labels. I mean, I could see collecting a glass bottle that's engraved with the state or something, not unlike the state quarters. You right. See that? But that means Mountain Dew, Pepsi would have to spend money. Don't make in those bottles. Yeah. Don't make them spend the money. <laughs> it's just, it's such a gimmick. Oh, my wife told me 
another marketing gimmick. I forget where she said. I think she said it was in Argentina. Um, Burger King. Okay. They stopped. They stopped selling the Whopper for a day, so that people would go to McDonald's and spend money for, I guess, cancer or some sort of cancer benefit or whatever. But okay. it, it's. I mean, honestly, that's brilliant marketing because people from now on will be like, "Oh, you remember what Burger King did? They're good people. Let's go get a burger from them." All they did, they lost one day of Whoppers. Huh. That's actually really smart. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she said it was in Argentina. Argentina Burger King. Those burgers are made out of goats, aren't they? Hey. <laughs> you can't say that. You'll upset people. <laughs> I check out a burger in Argentina. You want to go? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think work will mind if I just don't show up tomorrow. I'll you know where else on. would be fun to go? Where? Dawson City in Canada. You know what's there? What? The Sour Toe Cocktail. The Sour Toe Cocktail, you say? <laughs> uh-huh. Pretty and sure it's Dawson City. It's only a cocktail that has somebody's frostbitten toe that they donated to this hotel. That's one of their signature drinks, a Sour Toe Cocktail. Uh, <laughs> Want to give it a shot? I don't think I could, man. Yeah, really Dawson Hotel in Dawson City. Um... British British Columbia, I think. I don't recall. No? You wouldn't want to do it? I I don't know. Do you get money for it if you complete it? I don't think so. I think it's just like you just do it. But uh the one this one guy, an ex commando. Oh what? Oh, I'm looking at a picture of the toe now, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not having it? No, it looks like a donated his frostbitten toe so they can serve in a hotel cocktail. He, the hotel, paid for his flight from, oh, where's this dude from? Yukon. He was in the Yukon. Yukon All- Arctic Ultra. That was his, uh, they were in a race, and he lost his toes. So he donated his toes, a tonation, to the hotel, that, which takes six weeks to mummify them so that they can get it in the in the alcohol. And then you take a shot of tequila. Oh, <laughs> is that what, did you just make that up? No, that's that's in the oh. article. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at an article about it right here. Adam Gerald or G- girl said of his toes, they are very hard to come by these days and this generous tonation will help ensure the tradition continues. This dude gave them 3 toes. <laughs> and it, they uh. said that he's he's I think he was the only person to ever be able to do it with his own toes. I'm sorry, what? He did it with his own toe? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, look, honestly, I might be able to do it if it's my toe. You're a little bit more on board? I mean, the, those hikers, they got to be they're sweating. Their feet are sweating. Yeah, but stinky. They, they pickle the toes for six weeks. Dude, I don't know, man. It's, it's all scrubbed up. What was the one? There's a slogan. I think you sent it to me, too. Oh, yeah, I remember. You want me to say Yeah. Uh, you can... Oh, you can drink it fast, you can drink it slow, but your lips must touch the toe. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> it's just this black and hideous looking toe. Uh, it looks, honestly, it looks like, I don't know, like a plum? It's yeah. like that color with, with, a, with a... With a nail, with a toe on it. <laughs> this is the uh, the sun.co.uk article. 
According to local stories, the, the original toe lasted seven years before a man swallowed it by accident. Since then, more than ten toes have been donated to the bar with some stolen or swallowed over the years. But now, it seems like people are swallowing them on purpose because now there's a fine if you swallow it on purpose. Yeah, a $500 fine. Is that what it is? That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you happen to see why that first toe got swallowed or how? No. <laughs> you got that. Yeah. It, in uh, July of 1980, a guy named Gary Younger was trying the – he was trying for the sour toe cocktail record. Yeah. On his 13th glass of <laughs> sour toe champagne, his chair tipped over backwards and he swallowed the toe. Sadly, oh, no. toe number one was not recovered. <laughs> so, so did he complete the challenge? I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what the record was. He went for bonus points. I mean, was he? I guess he was that hammered. Like your ta- <laughs> your chair doesn't just tip. No, you were hammered. You yeah. tipped. You he tipped. leaned all the way back. He legitimized legitimized getting tipsy. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's ridiculous. The, Apparently, they've had an eighth toe now. An eighth toe? Yeah, I guess after all the after people just swallowing them. The eighth one, it arrived in a jar of alcohol with the message, don't wear open-toe sandals while mowing the lawn. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought they only took frostbitten toes. Uh, <laughs> look, people were swallowing them left and right like they're little, uh, like little Smokies. Oh, no. <laughs> so... Mm. I want to. They're gonna take any do, toes they can. I think I would check out the challenge, but I'm not. I w- would do everything in my power not to swallow that toe. That's a bone going through your body, man. Oh my god! I was wrong. <laughs> no, would you like? Uh, in August of 2013, a man ordered the sour toe shot, swallowed it, paid the 500 fine. But now that people are doing it deliberately, it's 2,500 dollars. Oh yeah! <laughs> Don't swallow them toes. You know, I mean, you know what? Swallow, swallowing the toe. Your body's probably going to process the skin off of it, but then that's a... You're going to have a bone in your poo, man. Yeah, wouldn't that be like swallowing a chicken wing hole? Like, not the flat, but the little... The the drumette. It'd be like swallowing one of those holes. Because, I mean, it's probably about the length of a toe. Yeah. It'd be like swallowing one of those holes and then expecting to pass it leisurely. (laughs) Leisurely. like with with your uh, your morning poop. Oh no! Out comes a bone. No problem. No, because what if that thing? What if it tries to come out sideways? It's coming out breach. Ugh. Whoa! <laughs> that's that's not what I want to happen. No, but it's gonna be quite some time before you and I would be able to get up there to check it out. Because I looked up the directions to Dawson City, British Columbia, from here. Mm-hmm. It would only take me and you. I mean. If you want to go on a road trip, 62 hours to drive from here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if I have enough vacation hours for that. <laughs> Just to drive. Yeah. I mean, and then you got to, you got to double it because you got to come back. Yeah. Unless you choke on the toe and die. <laughs> then you can stay. You can't get it any time of the day either. It quote unquote toe time occurs nightly between 9 and 11 p.m. What? So I guess that's the only time you can get it. <laughs> it does say, though, however, the sour toe can pair with any drink, but the rule remains the same. You can drink it fast, you can drink it slow, but the lips have got to touch the toe. 
So it's got to be a clear glass and it's got to be a fairly clear drink, like a tequila. You can't you can't drop it in some stout and be like, ah, eh, it touched my lip. Yeah, probably not. Can't can't dip it in a porter. <laughs> I've had some heavy beers where the toe might just sit right on top, <laughs> like a Dead Sea. <laughs> well, I'm drinking Victory Homegrown tonight. Oh, nice choice. It's a, a little light, not a not a heavy beer, and I'm having a glass of Coke. Because I stayed up way too late watching a football game last night and had to get up at 4 a.m. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to get to bed early tonight. And get a little rest. For another hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I always say oh, I'm going to try it, but it never works. No. We could, uh, if you really want to go to Dawson City, we could fly out to Alaska. I don't know if they have an airport in Chicken, Alaska. But Chicken seems like a pretty cool town to cruise through. It's still two hours away from Dawson City, so we would still have to go from Alaska. I'm sure there's some sort of customs situation between Alaska and Dawson City, but it's just one road. Yeah. Want to go to Chicken, Alaska? I didn't even know that was a thing. Are you saying chicken? Yes. Like, like the bird. Yeah, like the bird. Okay. There's a town in Alaska named Chicken, Alaska. Is it too cold in Alaska for chickens? I mean... You could probably put them in some sort of, like, a greenhouse thing. I don't know how, I don't know the lowest temperature. I, I, what What is the highest temperature in Alaska through summer that I don't know? Does it get I up 60s, 70s? I, I think it does. I think it will get to the 60s. But that's, like, that's, like, That's, like, 105 for us. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, like, our hot day. Yeah, they're walking around in their skibbies because they're burning up in the 60. <laughs> It's like the people in Florida when it gets to 70 degrees, they're putting on their hoodies. Yeah. Ooh, and the Yankees come chilly. down there and we're like, oh, it's so warm down here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 50, it gets to 50 and we're like, oh, oh. we're still good, man. They're in parkas, snow boots. <laughs> yeah, when we world. get back to 50 after the wintertime, it's so weird. We get back to 50 after the wintertime, after it's been 28 degrees for 28 days in a row. They're like, whew. 50. That's t-shirt weather, baby. <laughs> it's a heat wave, man. <laughs> Where the other day, I forget when it was, maybe sometime last week, I think our high here was only like 70 or something. In the morning, I, I put a hoodie on because yeah. it, it was it was kind of chilly. It was it was in the 50s. And that, I mean, coming out of summer, 50s is freezing yeah, cold. Right, exactly. But coming out of winter, 50s is nice. It's bizarre. And that's just how it goes. I was thinking the same exact thing the other day because the kids are always asking me, is it going to be nice tomorrow? Can I wear shorts? I'm like, you're probably going to be cold in the morning, but it's going to be warm later. I'm wearing shorts. Fine. Do do what you want to do. I can't wear shorts to work. So. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, so weird, man. It's that weird time of year where you, you're cold in the morning, you're hot during the day, then you get cold again in the evening. It's all what the place. hell, man? That's the way Park. it goes. And then here soon, the bottom's going to drop out. It's going to be frost coming yeah i was watching i was watching the office the other day and uh in the background it was snowing and i looked at my wife and i said you know i'm, I'm kind of looking forward to some snow and then as soon as i said it i was like son of a bitch i say that now but i'm gonna be so mad when i have to shovel all that snow uh-huh and i'm gonna think back at my stupid self <laughs> in september saying oh, i could go for a little bit of snow <laughs> and then i'm gonna time travel Back in time, Ooh. and attempt to kill myself, but 
I won't be able to do that. Or at least stop myself from saying that, I guess. You'd have to... It'll be a little tricky if you want to try to find yourself because the Earth is going to be moving along around the orbit about three more months into the orbit. Yeah. So Yeah, good point. So you got to travel back to the same time of year, basically, yeah. right? If you want to end up in the same spot, yeah. You would... I mean, essentially, wouldn't you have to tra- travel to the same day, like the same date, just a different year? I would say, yeah, as much as possible, unless you can somehow calculate the exact, because we do leap years, man. So right, I was even just if the time that. travel was, it's just mind-blowing. Even if the time travel was possible, the Earth is going to be in a different spot, and you're going to, if somehow you could get back to the same time and place, you're still going to be feet away a distance away from where you're calculating unless you got those numbers down precise it would have to be extremely precise like yeah do do not round up because you're screwed can you imagine you like (laughs) go back in time or you like go into the future and you're just a little bit off and you're like you're from this area in the summertime you end up in siberia you're like right. you're freezing to death. You're in shorts and flip flops. You're like, oh god, oh my god. Is that a yeti over there? <laughs> see, see, that's why it would be better to somehow get a time travel situation in space. Get up, get up into space somewhere between the orbits of Earth and Mars. I don't know if you want to go from Earth to Venus. That'd be a little too close to the sun. Go the other way. Mars yeah. seems a little bit more lenient on stuff. So somehow you got to be in that orbit between Earth and Mars. You it seems like a safe place to be. Build like a giant particle accelerator, but big enough that your ship can fit inside. And just... <laughs> and then when you exit, you know, oh, it's a year 7,302. Uh, hold on. I wouldn't go too far because... Our whole solar system's still moving around in the whole galaxy, you know. Oh, yeah. This is a mess. Yeah. You... We weren't even considering talking about this stuff, but this is a mess. Don't time travel. Just don't do it. Don't do it. It's <laughs> way too dangerous. And if you just order your t- your time machine off of Amazon, just return it. It's very easy returns. I even saw you can return Amazon stuff to our Kohl's now. See? I don't know if it's because... We have so an Amazon in our town, like an Amazon warehouse. Oh, so you think it's only your? I don't know. Within I proximity just, of a warehouse? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, because we have the the giant distribution warehouse here. Yeah. And there was a sign at Kohl's that said, "Return your Amazon, bring your Amazon returns here," or something like that. But take your time machine back. Don't do it. It's dangerous. You fool. Yeah. I guess if you're gonna go up to the orbit, if you go back a handful of years. Oh, maybe, but just don't do it. How about don't do it? Yeah. We're fine. I don't think we can go backwards anyway. <laughs> It'd be a little tricky. <laughs> you know who wished they could go backwards? Who? Um, Christine Barnett. Do you know who this is? No. It's the mother of a six-year-old Ukrainian girl with dwarfism. How old is she? Well, that's debatable. <laughs> she, <laughs> a six-year-old Ukrainian girl with dwarfism. Has been charged with abandonment. Why has she been charged? <laughs> what are you reading? Uh, this is on the Daily Mail. Co. Uk. Um, Indiana mother who adopted six-year-old Ukrainian girl with dwarfism. Oh, 
has been charged with abandonment, but claims her quote-unquote daughter was found to be a 22-year-old sociopath masquerading as a child. What is even happening right now? Yeah, I I bet she wishes she could go back in time now. <laughs> Maybe she wouldn't adopt it. Oh, oh, I can think of you. You remember the cartoons, and it's got like the little. I guess it's a dwarf, and he's like in a baby carriage, but he's like smoking a cigar, and <laughs> like that's all I can think of when I, when I hear this story. Like like Bugs Bunny, yeah. a Bugs Bunny cartoon where you just push him in a baby carriage. It's hilarious. I mean, it. The cartoons, it, it's, it's funny. It's yeah. funny. The situation is hilarious. It, it's like the plot of that movie, um, Orphan. Orphan? Yeah, that horror movie Orphan. Uh, it's the. I, like, I didn't see that. It's like um a little girl. All right. But she she's not a little girl. She's actually a grown woman with who suffers a disease Demonism. that makes her look like a little girl, and she oh. goes on like a killing spree. Um. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this is crazy. The, <laughs> This uh Christine Barnett yeah. and her now ex husband, Michael Barnett, are both being charged with this. Because what the hell? he she says the girl is a psychopath trying to kill everyone and he says, uh, no, she's a, a child. So they got divorced over this. Uh who's the ch- psychopath? Who is it? Well that's <laughs> I guess that's the big question, isn't it? Is the mom the psychopath or is the daughter oh. the psychopath? <laughs> Well, here's some quotes from the mother. Maybe we can judge. I mean, this is coming, maybe it's from a psychopath, about a psychopath. But she said, she was standing over people in the middle of the night. You couldn't go to sleep. We had to hide all the sharp objects. (laughs) (laughs) You don't, mind. I couldn't even fit it. I'm sorry. We had to hide all the sharp objects. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this one. Listen to this. I saw her putting chemicals, bleach, Windex, something like that, in my coffee, and I asked her, what are you doing? She said, I'm trying to poison you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, did the girl say this, or is the mom loony bin? I don't know. I think think mom's a little damaged. Uh, Maybe. She said, the media is painting me to be a child abuser, but there is no child here. (laughs) What's the matter with this? mm, Mom needs some help. Dad just needs to take the girl away, and Mom needs to. <laughs> <laughs> Natalia was a woman. She had periods. She had adult teeth. She never grew a single inch, which would happen even with a child with dwarfism. What? I guess that makes oh. sense, right? Oh, she would still grow. I gotcha. <laughs> See, that's, that's she, the, the most intelligent thing she's said yet. Yeah. She was jumping out of moving cars. She was smearing blood on mirrors. She was doing things you could never imagine a little child doing. What? This woman is... Uh, I'm not ready to blame the daughter yet, are you? No. Adopted daughter, but right? Adopted, yeah. W- what's really interesting is these two parents, Um, they have an autistic son. Okay. And he wrote his first academic paper that was published at 12 and by 15 was studying at a prestigious physics institute. What? Yeah. So... These are some seriously contrasting children in this family right now. Uh, got the you psycho got, killer. Quote-unquote quote, quote quote child. You don't know that's a child. <laughs> she had adult teeth. Remember that? I mean, there's the sign right there. <laughs> I saw I saw another thing. It said, uh, oh, where was it? Was it at school or was it? Mm, 
Man, now I wish I could find it. But she she looked at some woman, the the girl or the adult or whatever you want to call her, and she said, "I don't know how you deal with all these children." <laughs> <laughs> like that's, I mean, that's what I would say. Like I would I would go to my kid's school and be like, "Oh, I don't know how you deal with these kids, all these kids." Yeah, to the teacher. Yeah, like my son's not gonna come up to me. Or go up to the teacher at recess and be like, I don't know how you deal with it. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> so He's the loudest one there. He's running around screaming his head off. Kids don't think like that. No. <laughs> no. How do you deal with all these children? How do you handle all these adults? Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is... <laughs> oh, my God. This is unbelievable. She said, yeah. I, I was giving her a bath, and I noticed that she had full pubic hair. I was so shocked. I had just been told she was a six-year-old, and it was very apparent she wasn't. Damn. This mom is everything. She's a dentist because she knows about the adult teeth when the child's not supposed to have adult teeth. She's a gynecologist. What doesn't this mom do? Uh, She doesn't. I don't know. I'll tell you what she does, though. She gets this girl in an apartment and leaves her. (laughs) That's what they did. That's illegal. Huh? That's illegal. Oh, no, it's not, because they legally had her age changed to 22. I'm pretty sure that's also illegal. I don't know. If they that's legally did it, how is it illegal? <laughs> what? You if can't... I legally drive my car, I'm not illegally doing it. I guess if I'm speeding, I am. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah they process. got her. All right, there's a process to change your name. It's a whole thing. There's a social security number involved and all that stuff. But how do you change the age of somebody? They had her... Apparently, they had her checked out by doctors, and it had something to do with bone density, and they said, uh, nah, this kid is old. This Apparently, that's when they found out she was, like, 22. Now, I'm not a doctor, and I would think a doctor would know, but do does somebody suffering from dwarfism have different bone density? Maybe as they're aged, because your bones change as you age. I mean, I'm... We're no doctors, so I don't know how dwarfism works. I don't, I don't know what in the body makes it so that they don't grow to uh, other proportions. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what I, I don't know what stops them. What kind of gene is in there? Yeah, I don't so, know. So the the age of the bones, they would still look like twenty year old bones or whatever, because a child's bones are more flexible. They're a little right. more for some time. They're still a little. Squishy. Squishy. Oh, not to go back, but I found the exact quote. Um, She said, at the time, I ran a little school, and I remember she said to me, these children are exhausting. I don't know how you do it. (laughs) (laughs) And then she said, I was like, you're supposed to be a child yourself. It was like something another mom would say as she dropped her kids off. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, shit, jig is up. She knows I'm 22. (laughs) She lights her cigar and runs out. (laughs) You can't get me, Kappa. I saw another thing that said they walked in one day and found her smoking a cigarette. (laughs) This is, to me, this is just hilarious. This, this, I mean, if she is a little girl and really got abandoned, that's not, that's not funny. This whole story is hilarious, though. Just the ins and outs of all this stuff. The mom is just freaking out about all this stuff. Mom looks rough. She hasn't slept in a while because she's got to hide all these sharp objects before she goes to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to poison you. <laughs> Can you imagine that? No, I'm... Hello, daughter. <laughs> what are you doing? 
No, nothing. Just trying to kill you. Like, did she? What would she get out of killing her, though? I mean, I guess it. If you're an evil, if you're a little demon, then there's you're just pure evil, so it doesn't matter. But like, could she have collected some sort of life insurance if her adopted mother died? Uh, <laughs> That's where my mind is going. Oh my god. So yeah. So the, I don't know, man. But it says that they dumped her at an apartment in Lafayette, Indiana, in 2013, before moving to Canada one month later and breaking off contact. What? She what? So they got. This, I don't know, maybe a little girl, maybe a grown-up. They got her an apartment. They said, all right, see you. We're going to Canada. <laughs> that's that's true. You're telling me this really happened. They got her an apartment in Lafayette and just left. That's what it says. One month later, they moved to Canada. I don't know. I mean, I don't. how long did the girl live in the apartment is what I want to know. Because she, she's not paying bills. Not is she grocery like shopping? Is she grocery <laughs> like- shopping? You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a picture of her sitting on this, on like a a chair here, kind of looking up, like somebody's like looking down at her, like taking a picture of her. She's looking up at it. And I can't tell if she's a grown up or not, man. Like she looks like a child, but she's dressed like a, I don't know. I mean, they, companies make like proportioned clothes now so you can dress your young ones as exactly like you. Yeah. So that yeah, wouldn't be out of the question, but not just her clothes. I don't know. She puts off like this older vibe in this picture. A sinister glow. I mean, if anybody wants to look this picture up, she uh, she's sitting on like a tan couch. She has like a black t-shirt on, this big scarf around her neck. She's looking up at the camera with a smile. You know what that smile says? I'm going, I'm to, going to poison you. you. You better hide all the shop objects. <laughs> Did they have to put their bleach in a safe after this girl? I don't know. <laughs> well, why didn't the mother know what she was pouring in there? Like, was was it in a different vessel? It, it's bleach or it's Windex or it was something. Yeah, those bottles look way different. Yeah. Like, what bleach are you buying as in a blue spray bottle? <sighs> what Windex are you buying as in a jug? Maybe it's <laughs> maybe they went to BJ's or Costco and got it. No. So we're <laughs> buying Windex in bulk now. In we bulk, get Two gallon bottle of Windex. I got a lot of windows. <laughs> this is a big fifty five gallon drum they bring out. Oh, and it also prevents me from streaking. What? <laughs> man, we're not allowed to sell you this now. Maybe I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, they're both getting charged for this abandonment. But I- well, what if hmm, I I found the picture that you're talking about and. I can see both. I could see a, a, an 11-year-old girl with potential dwarfism features. Like, you can, I don't know, you can just kind of tell. Like, some features are a different yeah. proportion than right. somebody else. Mm-hmm. So if she's an 11-year-old girl with dwarfism, I could see that. But if she's 22, I think I could probably see that too. I know, that that's picture. what I mean. <laughs> that's what I mean, right? It's, it, it's, a, it's an odd picture where... It, she kind of does look older. She looks beyond her years. Yeah, or she looks exactly like, like her uh, years. I don't, I don't know. It's just a bizarre story, man. I saw it on, I don't know what I said, I guess on Twitter. And I was like, what? So I clicked and read it. I said, no way. That's not a thing. <laughs> this, this can't be real. What are you doing, Daily Mail? You just want to sell your ads, don't you? And then I'm pretty sure uh, Making a Murderer covered it. Last podcast on the left, they they did a little thing on it. This one, this story. Yeah, this story. 
When was this story published? Just days ago, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just came out. just happened. And that's your weird story of the week. <laughs> you want to talk about our awesome podcast group that we're somehow a part of now? Oh, absolutely. Uh, who was it? Uh, Pod People for Life. The Twitter handle is at pod people underscore number four life. And they just started scooting all these people into a big old message. And now we're pod nation. We're all part of that. And there's right now there are slightly less than 40 people. So I don't we're not going to run down all those names. We'd be here until you go to work in the morning. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be that long, but I don't want to just start saying Blah, 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 Yeah, that, it would take us a while. But we did start a thing that we are calling a pod raid, hashtag pod raid. And we started it, we're going to do it on Wednesdays. We started this past Wednesday with the person in the group who had the lowest amount of Twitter followers at the time, and that was CoffinCast, at <sighs> CoffinCast, C O F F. I-N-C-A-S-T. So, I mean, go follow her. And then boost her Twitter followers. And yeah, she's got there. a great show. Yeah. She really does. It's a, it's a, it's a well-done show. And Kristen. you can tell she does her research. Kristen's her name. Yep. Um, what else do I have here on my notes? So, go in there and... So, on these pod raids, we, we want people to support in any little way they can. Whether that's just a like and a retweet, at the very least... But listening, rating, reviewing, or all three are especially important. Yeah. Got to get those listen numbers up. And I, what I want to do, we're, we're all still trying to figure it out, how to get uh, non-podcasters to be part of the pod raids and feel like they're part of the pod raids. So what I'm thinking right now is go in there and participate. And then the simplest way is to just do what I said, retweet, listen. And if you want some sort of recognition that you we want if you want some kind of recognition from the group and you want to be known in the group as somebody who's going to participate in these, then add pod raider, hashtag pod raider to your bio and you can tweet at us at bring on the weird and and say I am a pod raider, hashtag pod raider. You can tweet at us or you could tweet at pod people underscore for life or both of us. Or just in general, just get it out there, and then we'll definitely recognize you. And somehow, we're talking about badges, and so that non-creators, non-podcast creators, if you're some kind of musician, if you want to be involved in the pod raid, then great. Yeah, I mean, the the more the merrier. I know that's cliche, but that's what we do. What cliche? Yeah, we're just, we're just <laughs> full of cliches. One of these one of these days, we'll get them all out of our system. All the cliches. Don't worry about it. Uh, probably not, man. We're dads. Isn't, I mean, we're just dad jokes now. We're just dad jokes and cliches now. And it's fine. I think it's fine. I'm good with it. If I embarrass the kids in public, yes, I've done well. Look, my son laughs all the time. I don't know if he's <laughs> laughing at me or with me, but I'll take either one. He's always laughing. That's right. And if you got to laugh at me to laugh, go for it, buddy. <laughs> wow, we should probably take a break, man. Yep. One more thing, and then we're taking a break. About the uh, podcast group. They also, the pod people, also created a big group if you want to follow all of the podcasts that are part of the group in one shot on Podchaser. So go to podchaser.com and search for Pod Nation list that's curated by 
Alex3HL. Oh, did you do it yet? Oh, yeah, I did it. No, I mean the listeners. Did you oh, do it? They better do it. Go do it now. What are you waiting on? I have an exact link, but there's a whole series of numbers and crap. Just go to podchaser.com and search Pod Nation list curated by Alex3HL. And now, break time. Time for the break. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Welcome back. Hello. Are you here? I'm here. Where are you? Yep, I'm here. Oh. We have a couple of listener stories. We do. Because we asked for it the other day. Yeah. Do you have any truly bizarre stories or experiences that you'd like to share for our newest episode of Bring on the Weird? We'll pick the best, but we only have two, so they're good. To read during the show, send us a message detailing it. If you want to send us a message on bringontheweird at gmail.com, we'll do it there. And we now have a subreddit, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't posted anything on it because we haven't had time to do it. So reddit.com slash r slash bring on the weird. Submit your bizarre stories there, whether they're your personal stories or some kind of crazy article that you found. Yeah, definitely do that. I mean, we we love reading these weird articles, even (laughs) if it's like a story that didn't happen to you. If it's something that happened in your town. Or something to happen near your town. Dude, bring that shit to us. Yeah. That's what we like. We'll get into it. Yeah. That's what we want. And speaking of which, here are two of them. You taking the first one? Yeah, I'll take the first one. Uh, this is from the C Word Podcast. Uh, you can find them on Twitter, at C Word Pod. Uh, so he says, not me, but my wife's parents. So coming home from a staff party, her mother was driving as her father had been drinking. Saw a light in the trees, thought it was an ATV. Then it flew out of the trees behind them, rushed over the car and off above them into the distance at high speed. They were so freaked out by it that her mother demanded her father drive the rest of the way home, which he did. Didn't he say he was drunk? Uh, He did say that earlier. Well, I mean, this experience would sober anybody up. Yeah. He says... He also goes and says, me and my wife have driven that stretch of highway, and it gives me the willies. <laughs> so, Just thinking about that. Yeah, man. I mean, I know places like that. Like, when growing up, right across – so I grew up across from the Cecil Wig. Okay. And there's a big building next to that, or there was, called RMR. It was an old, old warehouse or whatever. So we used to go – as you know, we were kids. We'd go sneak in there, just walk around, tell everybody it's haunted. Woo! <laughs> Every single time I got near that building, man, I like the hairs on my neck stood up. Like I was, it, it's like one of those things. It's just certain areas give you the the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> heebie-jeebies. Give, give yeah. you the bubble guts. <laughs> there was a couple places when I was growing up that yeah we totally avoided. The pig lady lives there. Watch out for the pig lady. The pig there was lady. Never, there was never a pig lady. It was just an abandoned house. 
And you know, somebody's... we had a pig lady, too. <laughs> Did you really? I wonder if it was her sister. <laughs> the pig lady twins. Maybe. I've got my last beach beer that I've been saving for the podcast. From Highland Brewing. Daycation IPA. Daycation? Daycation. Okay. It's light. Light taste? Light alcohol light. content? What do you mean? All of them. Oh. All right. Number two. This is from Murphy's The Fringe Podcast. He is at Murphy Fringe on Twitter. That's M-U-R-P-H-Y-F-R-I-N-G-E. He said, I was on Mount Charleston outside of Vegas with my friend one night. We looked up, saw this big fireball in the sky, thought it was a meteor or something until it slowed down. And this white ball came out of it heading out to the desert. We decided to leave after that. After so, we... They had a discussion. As we both work with or around aircraft, our best guess was something making atmospheric entry, then slowing down and cruising. It was truly a weird thing to see, especially so close to Groom Lake and Creech Air Force Base. Mount Charleston, I I meant to look this up, and I didn't look it up. How close is that to good old Area 51? You know, it's a good question. Well, I mean, isn't... Vegas is, like, right there, right? He said it was right by Groom Lake, right? Yeah. And I think Groom Lake is right by Area 51, or that's another name for Area 51. Oh, yeah? I could be wrong. I don't know enough about it. I know Area 51 exists, but that's about all I know. I don't know where Mount Charleston is. But it's really not that far, so a flying anything would be able to go from there. Uh, Not to stop you, but it, it does say that Groom Lake is part of the Area 51 USAF. Ah, well, there you go. Yeah. So Murph may have been experiencing something going to Area 51. I mean, dun, dun, dun. look, that's a that's a really cool story, man. Even, I mean, <laughs> this, the C word, that story was cool. Like, this is, we love this stuff, man. Oh, yeah. We need more of this. Like, anybody can just look up articles online. Like, we want some some things that you Substance. guys went through. Yes. Something you went through. Like, what did you see? Huh? You see Jesus in your corn chip? Share the corn chip. Well. No? You don't want Jesus' corn chips? I'm not going to eat it. No. Just a picture. Oh, I thought you meant literally share the chip. <laughs> I'm not dipping it in my salsa. Could I, could I have half a Frito? <laughs> I love Fritos, man. They're the best. Have you had the uh, chili? I've chili had Chili cheese Fritos? Or are they just them, chili for you, you, you know what I say? The what? original. Stick with the original. The original's good. Yeah. Yeah, Fritos. What are you doing making chili ones? And look, I got to say, Fritos pack some Fritos in those little bags. There's a bunch. Yes, of they them. do. That's what That's I'm talking about. And you can put the original ones in your bowl of chili. Ah! Have, you, have you done that? Yes. No, oh, <laughs> love <the> it. best. <laughs> Damn, I want some chili now. My wife hates chili. Well, she doesn't hate it. She just has a very strong dislike for it, so we'll make it like two or three times a year. But otherwise, I just got to go to Wendy's and get Wendy's chili. Look, man, Wendy's has a pretty decent chili. And it's cheap, too. Did you know? you? I've done this. Wendy's, large chili, baked potato, under four bucks. Really? Yeah. It's like three twenty three or something. When I go to Wendy's, dude, I'm getting that triple. The triple bacon well, I, I'll do that, or I'll get the triple burger. I can't bring myself to go to a fast food place and eat food that's not meant to be fast food, like <laughs> baked potatoes and chili. 
Like, it's just not meant to be fast food, man. I can't do it. I want a burger and fries. You only got five bucks in your pocket. You'd, you'd either get just a burger you or you would get a chili and a baked potato. You, well, you used to be able to get five Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers with five bucks. I think they went up now. Well, I guess you get the four for four. Yeah. That's a deal now. You get some nuggets with all that. Yeah. All right. So there's this other story. Whoa. Now, this is – when I read this, I'm like, hold on a minute. This can't – who did this? Why did this happen? This is not possible. <laughs> Israel went to the moon. Shalom. <laughs> but, uh, problem. They didn't, they didn't send any people up there. It was a whole private spacecraft menagerie of private company and privately funded and crowdfunded and this kind of stuff. Everything was going swimmingly. They took up some tardigrades to see how they would do in low gravity. You know, the tardigrades, the water bears, they survive. Mm-hmm. Pretty much yep. anything. All you gotta do is rehydrate them, and they're good to go. They're very, very tough. Yeah, they crashed the space pod. What's the, they crashed it on the moon, man? Full of these tardigrades. They can't be killed. They can't be killed because they're I mean, so damn small. I can survive anything on Earth. What makes you think they can't survive on the moon? I think they done tests and they can in fact survive in space i think i'm almost positive they did a test where they can survive in a vacuum so now we just crashed a bunch of them on the moon not we israel yeah i don't want to take the blame no that wasn't us <laughs> so the they no, call so their... what you will about jewish drivers but <laughs> <laughs> i'm only joking oh, guys no. i'm only joking <laughs> what were you gonna say <laughs> i was gonna tell you the name of their lunar lander what is it the Bereshit. The bear shit. Yeah. B-E-R-E-S-H-E-E-T. And when they watch those... What? Bear shite? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Pronouncing it phonetically with the American language, (laughs) it looks like bear sheet to me. Hey. Hey. Okay. But (laughs) when they watch those numbers, they're like, everything's going good. Then it was bear o sheet (laughs) Because they had it live on YouTube. Everything... No. It was like it was two hours of video on YouTube because I I looked it up to verify this article. It's on Wired, Wired.com, a crashed Israeli lunar lander. So I looked it up and I found the bear sheet. It was a live thing on YouTube and <laughs> it was two hours long. So I just kind of skipped closer to the end. Everybody everybody's faces were were looking pretty good about the middle. When you get closer to the end, mm those faces dropped real hard. Like, there's some, why, why the numbers just, the numbers just stopped going. There's zero. What happened? And then on this article, there's a GIF of, uh, the satellite was watching that part of the moon. And it shows a nice, well, it's not smooth by any means of, of the moon. But then it shows this, all of a sudden there's a smear in the dust on this spot on the moon. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's not good. And the tardigrades are like, well, come on, boys. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're free. We're free. We did it. We did yeah. it. We knew this was going to happen. It was them, wasn't it? They sabotaged the damn lander, didn't they? They crashed it. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Like when, the, like Con Air. <laughs> <laughs> what an underrated movie that was. Nicolas Cage with the long hair. Oh, man. You know what Ooh. else movie he had a long hair in? What? The Sorcerer's Apprentice. I never saw it. You like Nick Cage movies, that's another goofy damn ride for Nick Cage. You know, he's a weird dude. He Nick Cage. I know, but every movie I'm like, 
this is a good movie. I I, I like it. I mean, Gone <laughs> in 60 Treasure. Seconds. Gone in 60 Seconds was like one of my favorite movies growing oh, up as yes. a kid. Because I love cars. I could watch that movie over and over and over. Me Gone too. If, if it's on TV, it's come. It, I'm turning. I'm leaving it on. That's it. Yeah, you're staying there. I don't know. Why is it so good? I have no idea. I can just get into that movie and just be in it. Just I, leave me alone. I just, There's, I, I, I love the cars. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was a big car person growing up, and I don't know. Maybe that's the only reason I liked it. I don't know. <laughs> maybe we ought to. Oh, no. I already have. But you guys need to listen to the Nick Cage podcast. What the, what the hell is it called? They're part of the Cage, group, too. Cage's Kiss? Yeah, Cage's Kiss. Great stuff. They go they go through the Cage's, the Nick Cage movies. Yeah, uh, on Twitter, at Cage's Kiss. C-A-G-E-S-K-I-S-S. It's good stuff. Get in there. But Check them out. Tardigrade is, uh, tar, the Tardigrades were not the only thing on this bear sheet Lunar Lander. Uh, Nova Spivak, I don't know what his claim to fame is. I can't remember. Oh, before we get into that, um, the bear sheet lander prepared for a soft landing in the section of the moon that's called the Sea of Serenity. It was not serene when they got done with it. <laughs> so the bear shit prepared to be soft, like they took a stool softener and then land into a serene pool. <laughs> Something like that? Do, do you think they know, like when they come up with these names? Do you think they do it on – like when the bear shit, bear sheet, whatever, prepared to come in for a soft landing? Like that sounds like you took a stool softener. Like you've been constipated. Now you want it to come out a little – you want it softer. It comes in soft into a pool of serenity because you're always serene when you're on the toilet. I am. Yeah. Did they do this on purpose? They were the water bears on the bear sheet. Lunar lander. Wow. Everything – there's so many connections that we're trying to make here. No, oh, we're not trying to make them. They're they there. were made for us. <laughs> we're pointing them out. Nova Spivak is an American entrepreneur, venture capitalist, and author. And his whole thing for this uh, mission, he wanted to add this analog history, human history. So human DNA samples, thousands of tardigrades, and... Uh, this DVD-sized archive containing 30 million pages of information. So they struggled to figure out how they could fit all of this stuff on a DVD because they didn't want it to be ones and zeros because that can fade. It could mm-hmm. go away. If you if you try to save it in a, any kind of digital format, then whatever future beings end up finding this stuff won't be able to transcode it or it would just fade away into dust because it's on this thing but what they did was they they made it all analog and they made it microscopic so there's pictures of them zoomed way in on multiple pages of books and symbols for what they put on this lunar lander and they they encase it in this and and nickel film here here's a quote but analog storage takes up a lot of room so sending the bulk of human knowledge to space will require a lot of compression to do this, Spivak tapped Bruce Ha, a scientist who developed a technique for engraving high-resolution nanoscale images into nickel. Ha uses lasers to etch an image into glass and then deposits nickel, atom by atom, on a layer on top. The images in the resulting nickel look holographic and can be viewed using a microscope capable of 1,000 times magnification. 
a technology that has been a- available for hundreds of years. The lunar library on the Beresheet lander consisted of 25 layers of nickel, each only a few microns thick. The first four layers contained roughly 60,000 high-resolution images of book pages, which include language primers, textbooks, and keys to decoding other, the other 21 layers. Those layers hold nearly all of the English Wikipedia, thousands of classic books, and even the secrets to David Copperfield's magic tricks. And this picture is – it's crazy that it's microscopic book pages. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. And these sons of bitches crashed it on the moon. Well <laughs> – I mean, the moon's hollow. I mean, there's aliens in the moon. So they'll just come out. They could probably put it back together like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> They're pretty sure it was saved because they they did all sorts of stuff to absorb any kind of impact around these nickel things. Okay. But like you said, the moon's hollow and the little aliens come out. Oh, what's this? Gifts from the earth. You <laughs> sound like a, like a troll or something. <laughs> You think they're tall people that live on the mo- hollow moon? I don't know. They're not tall. I'm thinking like Marvin Martian, but <laughs> Gary the Mooner. Gary the Mooner. Maybe. Or is it Mortimer the Mooner? It could be Luna Larry. <laughs> Luna Larry. <laughs> That's a different nationality. We got the Lunas and we got the Mooners. <laughs> but that whole thing is really, I mean, I find it fascinating. They're not going to be able to clean that up. They're not, no, they're not going to be able to clean it up. The tardigrades are just floating about. They're, they, I mean, we just colonize another planetary body. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yay, go <laughs> Success. We did it. We didn't mean to do it. We did it. What if for somehow they evolve way faster than us? Oh, God. And then we look up there in like 20 years and they have like a Dyson sphere they're working on, <laughs> you know, like just all kind. And we're like, man, that could have been us. <laughs> they're all working together. They're these little tiny, barely not even visible by the naked eye creatures, but they've formed this giant water bear transformer. <laughs> they're all working together. <laughs> like the Power Rangers when they put their big thing together. Oh yeah, their big robot or whatever it is. The Megazord. Megazord, that's what I was trying to think of what it was. I couldn't remember. Mm. The Bear Sheet Lander is a joint venture between Israeli nonprofit Space Il, Space IL. They were participating in the Google Lunar X Prize and Israel Aerospace Industries, the country's largest aerospace and defense company. I mean, everything was going good. Bear Sheet is not the only payload hitching a ride on today's rocket, a Falcon 9. So they went up in a Falcon 9, which isn't that a SpaceX thing? Falcon 9, yeah. Well, that refers to how many engines it has. The Falcon 9 has nine engines. Oh, very nice. So I don't know if they are Falcon engines, and that's why it's called a Falcon 9, or if it is the Falcon and nine because of nine engines. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two other satellites will accompany. They did. This, This article was previous. The little lander on its journey to space. An Indonesian communication satellite called Nusantara Satu and an experimental U.S. Air Force satellite will also pack in for the ride. Yep. But (laughs) (laughs) just smeared it right on the moon, so (laughs) they're not going to be trying that again anytime soon. Come on, man. It's embarrassing. (laughs) But seriously, what the hell is going to happen now that there's... 
living creatures on the moon. They're not gonna die, people. <laughs> no, tardigrades don't die. They're they're just doing their thing. They're just swimming along in the no gravity or the low gravity. <laughs> oh man! One of these one of these eons, we're gonna catch one on Mars because it just poof, right off of right <laughs> off the moon. <laughs> Oh, uh, wouldn't it be some shit, man? You, <laughs> you're looking up at the moon one night and you see a little rocket ship go, <laughs> <laughs> just like slowly blasting off. Man, what is that? <laughs> We're gonna ditch this moon. Tardigrades are coming home. <laughs> All right, we gotta get into the meat and taters of this episode. Oh, and let me tell you, let's do did it. Did you look into this at all? Mm-mm. Oh, buddy. Not at all. Not at all. Well, well, this this is you. This is I'm just reacting. So you know the band Ace of Base, right? Or at least you've heard of them, right? Yeah. You no, know. they they saw the sign. We talked about it in our last episode. Yeah. It yep. opened up their eyes. They saw the sign. Well, for any listeners who don't know who Ace of Base is, I would say go and listen to them normally, but I don't think you want to support a Nazi band. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Let the cat right out of the bag. <laughs> Alleged, not even alleged, speculated. It's uh, it, it's strange. Okay, so I guess the founder of Ace of Base is Ulf Ekberg. Sounds German. Yeah. He was uh, once in a Nazi punk band called Commit Suicide from 1984 to 1986. That's serious? Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, hold up. So I did a little, I wanted to see what this Commit Suicide band sounded like so i went on the youtubes and i searched commit suicide band scrolled down a few search results and came across i came across a playlist called music to commit suicide to that had uh, 88 videos holy crap <laughs> i'm not kidding you and they were that seems that seems way out there like you're gonna get through this whole playlist before you know what well, I, I this is not a recommendation at all but no, absolutely not. I, I'm not even going to – like, I wrote the guy's name down. I'm not even going to say his name because I think it's ridiculous. I would prefer if somebody did get through the entire list and just kept on carrying on. That's a big old list. You go three minutes per song, 88 songs. Yeah, that's, that's a, long a lot time. of math. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it had, like, what you would expect. The end of the world, you know, it's the end of the world, like that. <laughs> but Yeah. So anyway – so some of the lyrics to the songs um, by Commit Suicide. Okay, so don't – so here we go. Oh, man, I don't remember what song this was, but it says – so their lyrics are, Men in white hoods march down the road. We enjoy ourselves when we're sawing off N-words, heads. Oh, Immigrant, wow. we hate you. Out, out, out. Nordic people, wake up now. Shoot, 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 shoot. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah, so the creator of Ace of Base, or at least one of the creators, one of the one of the band members, was in this band. So sounds fun. Okay. I mean, I mean, we all do past. crazy stuff when we're <laughs> come on. Yeah, you had a, a rough past. So, what about the name Ace of Base? It doesn't sound so bad. No. Number one of the bottom. What? Yeah. <laughs> you would think a music band, if they're talking about bass, B-A-S-S, yeah. they spell it B-A-S-E. Right. Yeah, a little strange. But here's where it gets really strange. Although not proven, the name could be linked to the Caromen submarine base. 
it's a large docking and launching point built by the Nazis in Lorient, France, or Lorient. Uh, the base was so tough that the Allies had to build a special bomb called Tallboy to try and destroy it, which proved to be unsuccessful. They had to, like, level everything in the area before they could take out this. Holy crap. Yeah. So um, the base was where Germany's top U-boat captains carried out their missions, which lent it its nickname. You ready? Uh-huh. Base of Aces. Huh. Uh, more connections are being made. Yeah. Base of Aces. Now, Eckberg, he says their name comes from... Uh, the studio is their base, and they're the masters of it. In other words, you know they're the aces of that base. But it seems that's, a bit that's not very that's not good enough for me. Nah, it seems a little suspicious that a former Nazi, you know, would have his pop band be named very similar to the almost indestructible Nazi base nickname. <laughs> <laughs> you know, its nickname was Base of Aces, dude. Come on, that's that's you can't. It's not hard to make that connection. It's right. It's right there. It's the. I mean, it's just not even done being weird. <laughs> so in uh, bring it on. In '93, the band debuted their album "Happy Nation." And in was the, that Ace of Base or is that Commit Suicide? No, no, no. This is Ace of Base. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, in the song titled "The Same," Happy Nation, they're doing a weird chant. It's a cross between Latin and Hebrew. Okay. Which would be weird. Uh, Nazi doing Hebrew, but Latin. Maybe they're saying like, because don't demons speak Latin or whatever? Yeah. So maybe they're maybe. So anyway, it just, it sounds sinister. Yeah, and uh, those who tried to translate it say it's a variation of this: "On the wings of the eagle, with God's help, I was there before everyone. In the meantime, I will kill you. I was there before everyone." That took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, on the wings of an eagle. Oh, God's right. Glorious. I love it. I'm going to murder you. <laughs> like, like, whoa. Like, you just insert the Will Ferrell meme. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> Anchorman. Yeah. So in this song, the first verse goes, happy nation, living in a happy nation, where people understand and dream of the perfect man. Is situation leading to sweet salvation for the people, for the good, for mankind, for brotherhood. I mean, who's the man? Dream of the perfect man? Is it Hitler? Oh. Is it a blonde-haired, blue-eyed Six-foot individual? Delicious hunk of a man. Dream of the perfect man, which is a situation leading to sweet salvation. What was the he actually singing about? I don't. No. <laughs> a happy nation? The it I mean, it's called Happy Nation. Like that seems like to me, that sounds like what Hitler would call Hitlerland or whatever he wanted. A happy you nation. Know? Yeah. Oof, welcome to Happy Nation. <laughs> so in the second verse, ideas by man and only that ideas by man and only that will last. And over time we've turned to the past. That no man's fit to rule the world alone, a man will die, but not his ideas. Hmm. Now, it seems a little weird. Yeah. It's more weird if you watch the video for this. So the video for this song, right after she says, a man will die, but not his ideas, 
a book by Charles Darwin comes up briefly on the screen real quick. And all you can see is of the title is Origin of Species. And then you see by Charles Darwin under it. Well, you know what the full title of that book is? No. Okay. It's On the Origin of Species by Means of Natural Selection or the Preservation of Favored Races in the Struggle for Life. Uh, that, that seems like that's a connection to Nazism. Yeah. Also. Favored races. Yeah, man. Why would you, like, a man will die but not his ideas? Are you talking about Charles Darwin? I don't think so. I don't no. think you are. No. Mr. Eckberg. <laughs> he and regrets the, everything. Huh? He regrets everything. Oh, I know. I, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do, man. After all that, have they made any new music? Oh, I don't think so. He's he must He's be probably in Argentina. He's he probably went to Argentina with the rest of the Nazis. <laughs> that that whole video is crazy. It, I mean, there's like they're doing this like weird chant, whatever, and there's like candles lit. It looks very occult. And who else loved the occult? <sighs> Mister Hitler himself. Come on. It's all subtle. It's so subtle that some is not subtle. Yeah, like if it was just that thing, you're like, all right, it's a cool song. Videos are a little weird, but then you know his past, and then like, then you can start making those connections. Base of aces, ace Come of base. Come on, man, that's too easy. That it was almost like he's rubbing it in your damn face. <laughs> like, uh, you guys are too stupid to know this, and most people were because they were very popular oh yeah it was just pretty you remember the song all that she wants no i the only song that i really know is i saw the sign uh it's all that she wants is another baby you know you don't know that (laughs) i don't know that one there's there's plenty of people that know that one yeah i don't know what i was doing in the era of aces ace of base base of aces you weren't being a nazi so I, I applaud you for that. I was going to say I salute you for that, but <laughs> I don't know what that would be. <laughs> so in the, in the video for this, it starts off with a woman. She's playing with a necklace. It's covered in six-pointed stars, just like the Star of David. The whole um, huh? Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Jewish woman. I, I would – I mean, okay, that's what, that's I, not – I don't – I don't want to offend, but it has been said before that Jewish people have larger noses. Okay. And this woman, it does appear that way. So, her, I mean, it, her, it her looks like... structure was above average. <laughs> it, like, uh, like they did it on purpose, maybe? And then the singer says, just a few times, says, she leads a lonely life. Mm. Then the singer proceeds to say... When she woke up late in the morning, or when she woke up late in the morning sun, blah, 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 it's not, she says, it's not a day for work, it's a day for catching tan, just lying on the beach and having fun. So it's like they make it, make her out to be lazy, because it sounds like she got up late. She's like, you know what, I'm not going to go to work today. I'm going to go just chill out on the beach, chill out. And then the very... (laughs) The very next line, she very she's very aggressive with this. She goes, "She's going to get you." <laughs> like, come on, man! It and I mean, I don't know what more to say about it. Like, it's just <laughs> I I did look into some of their other songs. I couldn't find really much in those songs. 
but oh, I did see that album Happy Nation. Okay. Was not called Happy Nation here. They added the song The Sign to it. Oh. And changed the album name to The Sign, I believe it was. But so everywhere my, else my it favorite was Ace called... of Base song. <laughs> I saw the sign. <laughs> it opened but up my eyes. I saw it. <laughs> we all saw the sign, Mr. Eckberg. <laughs> we get it, Eggberg. Oh, we're on to you, Eggberg. I do have to say that uh, this was brought on to me by um, the last podcast on the left did a quick little stint about it. Oh, yeah? And then that's when I decided to look into it. And then my brain melted. <laughs> it It's crazy. I mean, look into it, guys. Look up the video for Happy Nation. And when you see it, you'll have nightmares because it's creepy. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it, look. I think it's one of those goofy things that might not be true. It's just, but we're just it's, making weird connections, but boy, howdy, do those connections is very, make sense. Very suspicious. <laughs> and also, don't come from a Nazi band and pretend that this one's not and call it Ace of Base. <laughs> don't do it. When the most undestructible structure <laughs> was Base of Aces. Yeah, we... <laughs> We had to wipe out the entire area just to damage that place. The countryside. Like, they could, Yeah, they couldn't bomb it and destroy it. They had to literally destroy everything the around it. The landscape had to go. That's insane. Just truly crazy, man. But I don't know, man. I don't really have much more on them. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Definitely look it up if, if, it's, if you're interested in it. At least watch the videos, I just said. Because she just keeps saying... In, the one, the all that she wants. Oh, and she keeps saying, all that she wants is another baby. She's gone tomorrow. All that she wants is another baby. Like, she's just, basically, she's like, she just sleeps around. She's just using you to get her pregnant, and then she's out of here. Like, she's lazy, just wants to get, <laughs> and she's going to get you. <laughs> like, why is that even in there? I don't know why. I guess because she's. Like, she's going to get you. Like, she's going to get her baby. Oh. Maybe. Like, huh? Nobody even knows what that song's about. No. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> it's interesting. That yeah. might be it. Yeah. I don't I don't have anything else. You don't anything have anything else? else? Or anything else anywhere? That's hilarious. You got to look up that whole scenario. <laughs> it's crazy. But now he's like, oh, I'm done. It's not even part of my life anymore. No. Yeah. Well, change, change the name of your band, dude. Yeah, uh, like you rebrand it, it yourself. Was, I believe in forgiveness, but I mean, All right. well, can you forgive maybe, that? Maybe own up. Huh? Maybe own up to it. Like, yeah, yeah. this is this is what I was thinking when I was younger. Um, yes, I, it it was a problem. Yes, the connections are there, but now he's he's totally denying everything when the connections are just a little too good. He's like, no, 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 no. We are the masters of the studio. We are the aces of that base. No, dude, that connection is worse than the connection of Base of Aces, you idiot. Stop it. Who do you think you are? For real. Jeez. She's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got nothing else, man. We're going to end it on that. She's going to get you. That's how we're ending. Yeah, sounds good, man. <laughs> Submit those listener stories. Yes, do it. Bring on the weird Every- at gmail.com. Bring on the weird subreddit. Twitter.com slash r slash bring on the weird. Yeah, just 
<laughs> send it to us on Twitter, whether it's a DM or if it's just at us, at Bring on the Weird. Just slide those stories in our DMs. Uh-oh. Do you know what you've just done? I know. <laughs> I mean, we'll get some interesting stuff. Oh, yes. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Stay weird, world. We'll see you next time.